0: Major news from WWE. Could we see another name defect from Oli Wrestling back to WWE? One name that has been pivotal in the development of some of the biggest names in the last 10 years. Plus, could WWE be going into sports? Real sports. Yes. Real sports. And this ain't the XFL. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! There's our leadoff story right there. We have another possible big defection in the world of wrestling. Could we, Nick Harkson, I'm Kev Callum, could we be seeing another big name head over from AEW to WWE? But before that, we have to use our thumbs, right, Nicholas, to like the video, and share the link, or you stink, get into the comments below, watch out, watch out, all that good stuff. We have two major stories to touch on today, Nick. Uh, I, there was one story that you and I got, right before we went live today and this one is pretty alarming and it involves wwe doing something uh pretty big outside of pro wrestling uh and and it's it's an alarming thing and an interesting thing and i think i'm not saying wwe would be successful at this thing and it's not the xfl it is something involved in sports Uh, And it's going to be pretty cool. I know I'm a big little tease. I'm a big (laughs) little tease. Uh, Let's get into this big story. Uh, Another AEW star is reportedly leaving All Elite Wrestling and heading back to WWE. A big defection earlier this year with Cody Rhodes. One of the biggest stories of the year next to the whole Vince McMahon thing. Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back. Cody Rhodes going back. But another huge one was the releases that WWE had while Vince McMahon was still at the top of WWE that saw William Regal leave. And he's been such a huge part of the rise of NXT and the rise of so many big names that are at the top of the wrestling world. He absolutely had a hand in getting them there. Uh, What do you think of this news that he reportedly from Fightful Select, PWI Insider, are now saying that it's not certain, but he could be done with all the wrestling and be going right back to WWE?
1: Yeah, I think this is absolutely crazy news. Um, you know, they also mentioned that his contract is up this month, which I had no idea about. And uh, But I think it'd be great for WWE, and it'd be a steal if they went and got William Regal to bring him back. I just think that they could do so many different angles with him. He could work with NXT again. He could be a manager for or the general manager for Raw or SmackDown. He could be a manager of a faction, a manager for just one wrestler. There's just so many different ways they could go with it. I'm interested to see if he does go to WWE, what they do with him.
0: I I don't see him. I don't think he needs to be on television. Like, uh, I'm not saying like, oh, he's bad on TV. He's been great. I mean, he got laid out on by MJF. He helped MJF win the world title. He was good in the promos they had him doing with the BCC. He certainly seemed passionate about it. You didn't see him phone any of that in. He's 54. I don't think he wants to wrestle anymore. I don't get that impression. Um, But certainly would do some physical things here and there when it's called for and that things that he feels capable of doing um, physically. Uh, But. The mind he has is so prolific. Like it's so clear that this guy is such a forward-thinking person. Look how many people he didn't exactly train from the ground up, but I mean, give them the finishing touch to get to the main roster: Seth Rollins, uh, uh, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair. You can go on and on and on and on. He was all a part of that Black and Gold NXT. That that's Triple H's baby, obviously, but Regal's the dad of that thing. You know, and you could say you could say that, you know, maybe even Dusty Rhodes is the grandpapa of it all. But I mean, that's the big revolution the last 10, 15 years in wrestling was how he pushed WWE to become more legitimately driven, more driven by developing athletes, even if we get them from the independence and refining their skills under our own house. And uh, he was also a big proponent of WWE's international expansion with UK, which I think was one of the biggest things in WWE hit by the pandemic. And now they're launching an NXT UK brand that's going to go across Europe to be NXT Europe. And that's a plan in 2023. If Regal's is a part of that, that makes complete sense. Like, where is the hole in that? This is a guy who like made his name in the UK, became a big pro wrestler there. Was big on the German circuit with uh, WXW and and you know the catch can stuff. Like he's from that world. Like all those old promoters, that old money is going to go to Regal and be like, yeah, this is legitimate. Yeah, we'll go on board with this. And you're talking about like a whole network of arenas that WWE only plays once or twice a year, or plays now and then. Now you have a guy who's legitimate from that world that they trust, that they can meet. That represents Europe, but isn't just so WWE from America. All right. Yeah, we'll trust you on this thing. So if you have him on board, it just makes a lot of sense. It makes a ton of sense. And if you're AEW, is it a loss? Yeah. Cause you have a, a guy who's, excuse me, who's a super bright mind. I know there's some people that are going to be like, oh, this is so bad for AEW. I saw some people on Twitter today. I know we, we want the conflict got to have the tribalism right nick have you seen anyone bitching and moaning about this on the internet today i've seen some like aew diehards saying get him out of there if he's heading back get him out of there how could you have him here and then he's there and i'm just like oh you are just zip up your pants you're showing your bias right i mean yeah that's pretty much all i've saw if anybody's complaining at all
1: i've actually seen fans excited for him to come back to wwe more than i've seen people upset about him leaving aew honestly at least that's from my perspective today.
0: Also, this is a great take here. Great viewer of the show, Mr. James Espanto. You learn how to say this, Nick. He watches the show all the time. This is how we say his name. Mr. James Espanto. Fernando. <laughs> He's been watching for years. James says, uh, Regal left MJF looking like a million bucks and set him up very well. Yeah, he got, he got punched out on dynamite with the dynamite diamond ring. They wrote him off TV. He got stretchered out. You know, yeah. if we never see him again. Wow. You know, he helped mjf win the world title and then mjf turns on him I, it's kind of goofy but you have to write yourself out of this situation if he is indeed leaving and he wants to leave uh it's it's up to mjf obviously and all those parties considering what the contracts are there's been some debate that he still has a deal with them but is this a major loss for aew in your eyes um i think so i mean william regal is just a
1: such a prominent name and like you said he's got so much knowledge that him leaving aew is huge on them. Um, but I have a question for you. Do you think that, you know, this was kind of abrupt because William Regal, you know, he just very recently turned heel and then, you know, mm-hmm. MJF attacks him last night. He goes out on the stretcher. They're saying bye to him in the ambulance and now it seems like he's leaving AEW. Do you think that this was like a very recent decision by William Regal to go to WWE? Because it all seems kind of I, fast, like him turning heel. Yeah, stuff,
0: you know? it does because because so much of the full gear pay-per-view just a few weeks ago. We're talking like right. less, in, less than a month ago. The, the whole buildup to that pay-per-view was William Regal. Is he... What's what's going on with him? You know? right? And then you could kind of telegraph it in a good way. It was good predictable, not bad predictable because we knew MJF was going to pull some type of trick. He said he wouldn't <laughs> use the diamond ring. Regal said, Don't you do the cheap thing? I use the cheap way my whole career. Don't you go and be cheap like I did, right? And then he threw the ring out and then he gave him the brass knucks. Yeah. brass knuckles that are like so synonymous with the power of the punch it's yeah. such a strong punch but no you're just a, a villainous chicken shiz heel william regal yeah you know, and it's it's the craft of pro wrestling and the theater of it that he's so good at and he has the, he knows how to do the simple things so so well and i think on the grand scale whenever in performance in the round and the pacing and all this is why Regal's one of the best he's one of those guys that i don't think ever got to be a main eventer that should have been a main eventer uh but now he's created main eventers like I, I can lay out the names, guys. Here, It's, it's in, inarguable. So I think in that way, it's kind of a loss for AEW, but a gain yeah. for wrestling in general if he stays in the wrestling game. I don't get the impression he's out of wrestling. I don't. Uh, I, don't I get either. the impression that he stays in wrestling. And It isn't just WWE. Maybe there's another spot for him, too. Uh, but obviously, the interest is there, and and it's been brewing, and we've been finding out more and more and more. I uh, want to hear from more of you guys. Jim Thorn, with his take. If William Regal uh, would be the Raw GM... What would they do with Adam Pierce, though? Uh, Doesn't Regal soon wrestle in NXT? Uh, Here's the thing. I don't know if William Regal is going to have this big immediate presence as an on-screen authority figure. I know he did in NXT, but it became less and less. You know, even even under the black and gold banner, I know when they changed anything in NXT. And they kind of have Shawn Michaels doing that now, too, and that, that has some pomp and circumstance to it. And also, I think Regal's a guy who likes training people. He likes developing yeah. talent. He likes scouting people. I know that from people that have scouted for WWE that that was something he really enjoyed, was going and seeing talent and and acquiring them to try out for WWE in the developmental system. That doesn't mean like a straight up to the top contract. And I know people that have performed under him in those circumstances and, and how much they appreciate the idea of like even if they were on an independent show regal was approaching them and saying all right you gotta tighten this up and he's he's not even gonna hire them he's just saying that this is what you can do to benefit yourself so i think he's a great guy i think they gotta have him involved in some way i mean if aw can keep him great keep him you know like figure out a way to because then you have a guy who can really help you develop stars they have the Nightmare Factory. You know they have they have that association still with Cody's gym that he runs with, uh, QT Marshall, who's a big part of uh, you know AEW's management structure. You know, yeah. So those things are still there. Uh, so they still have like their own structure developing people, and a lot of independent talent go to them. So they have a complete AEW is a completely different way of developing talent. Uh, but with WWE NXT, them putting so much more into the, the next In line program, and 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 also they've had some success with it, like. People are saying, Oh, how, what are you talking about? It's like getting college athletes and turning them into pro wrestlers. Yeah. Great example is Bianca Belair. You know, they, they got her. She was not a wrestler, you know, like, and, and so, and that's seven, eight years ago. Like, how much of a big star she is now. You know, oh, so, yeah. and Regal was a part of that. So uh, I think it's, it's a good call by WWE to get him back. And, and if you're mad about it, I think you just have certain loyalties. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> Don't worry, you don't owe anything to a billionaire. If, if this was reversed, I would be like, Yeah, good for wrestling, you know.
1: I have one more question for you, Kevin. Um good. now, you know, William has such a great presence with wrestlers and he has he's such a big influence. Do you think that he influences anybody to come over to WWE from AEW? Oh, sure. I mean, sure. So, I mean, like-
0: and the same way that you know, the talk since Triple H took over WWE in July has been that there's been a lot of people that were like looking at the door now, you know, and, and saying, yeah. like, all right. Crowded roster three hours of cable television. You do have a web series, which is pretty cool, but we've been waiting on this other deal. You bought ring of honor uh, and ring of honor is a very fun vital brand, but it doesn't have its own TV show. And and people are kind of like waiting. And, um, you know, Tony Khan has a bag of money, a big old bag of money. (laughs) And he's brought in a lot of really cool talent. Air Fox just got signed by them this week. He's a great veteran wrestler. Like they're going to sign people. Um, how do I say this without revealing a source? Um, so so I've, I've talked to people. Okay, let me be frank about that. Mm-hmm. I've talked to people, and there are some people that uh, are saying the bench is deep. And uh, one person used the phrase, you just don't want the bench to crack. And I, and I was like, oh, that's that makes like sense. when there's just the bottom of the roster is just like, hey, you know, you're going to use me or not, you know, and and uh, AEW is not a company that wants to grant releases. Uh, and they don't. They also at the same time want to be a company that's seen as a wrestlers, wrestlers company, you know. And right. uh, and now WWE is just kind of attractive to some people who've had ex- some experience in WWE before, going back there under Triple H. Morale's really good. All right, you're paying me the same. Um, but with William Regal, he doesn't even have to go on the road. You know, he's been on the road with AEW. So I think that's also worth it Yeah, if you're a guy who's been there before, it makes sense. You know, yeah. it makes. And also, if you haven't been there before, and WW gets to see you on AEW television. Why not? And you like Regal? You know him? I know that guy. Give it. I'm just a bottom ringer guy. You got me a lot on AEW Dark Elevation. Your Miro used to be oh, a big yeah. star in W. Like, yeah. like, I'm not. Yeah. This isn't like a biased thing. Am I wrong? Like, am, am I saying anything that's like not straight up? And it's not like, oh, F A W or no, it's fine. No. It's, this is the, the tide. The tides are changing <laughs> in terms yeah. of where people see them. And guess what? AEW is going to still sell out arenas and still have like people watching their TV show, and it's okay. (laughs) You don't lose anything. (laughs) You're just a fan. Like, you, oh, I'm losing an argument with somebody I don't know on the internet. (laughs) Calm down. Calm down. (laughs) Oh, let's get into more takes on this i never felt that william was at his place in AEW. to me he is a WWE lifer well yeah other people thought they were WWE lifers and got let go right tommy b in uh, regal's contract rumors were he would leave if triple h took over control that's purely speculative but obviously triple h has control of wwe at some point uh, and a lot of and a lot of some people think in some conflicting ways i've heard that too He's too much control. I've heard that from some people. Uh, I never felt that William. uh, Here, I I gotta. I want to get to another take here uh, before I lose. Here, David Sampson. This is what I'm looking for. Sorry. Uh, They call us fans fickle. Look at these wrestlers who can't make up their minds and where they want to be. Well, guess what, Dave? I think it's a little bit harder for the wrestlers, dude. Like, and also they don't get to pick. (laughs) It's not like uh, how do I put it? It's like. in the NFL, when you want to get traded, <laughs> you know, like, like it's not like a, hey, I'm asking for a trade like that's never a comfortable conversation to have. What am I wrong? It's that's
1: that's always it's got to be a tough conversation. I mean, I've personally never been in that situation, but I can definitely feel that it's probably awkward. And, yeah, it's 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 not fun.
0: Mr. Jay Feliciano, a man who knows a thing or two about the pro wrestling landscape. Uh, I've always appreciated Jay's take uh, watching us. Regal is in the Michael Hayes spot under Triple H. Ooh. Ooh. Now you're talking about Regal being involved in creative. He was, I would assume at some point, involved in the creative direction uh, in in NXT and was an on-screen performer. Uh, I don't know how much he was involved in like storylines and certain things like that. Certainly he has to have some take, right? But I I don't know if I would call him like, that's the first thing you think about him, you know, uh, in term, I know he's good for developing stars and getting something out of them and all that different stuff. But yeah, uh, Jesse Hyde with the take Here TK losing Regal and soon the legendary new Japan partnership before AEW starts the NOAA partnership, trying to start his stardom deal. Uh, you bring up the, also the Kyrie Zane thing. This is a separate story and Jesse, I appreciate your taking on. You always telling me about the new Japan stuff. So new Japan in about, Oh, less than a month is going to do wrestle kingdom and they're going to do that at Tokyo Dome. They have another Wrestle Kingdom show they're going to do at Yokohama Arena just a few weeks later, even though they're calling it Wrestle Kingdom Night 2, even though it's like two weeks later. Kind of confusing in that regard. Um, Kenny Omega's going to be there. He's going to have a big match with Will Ospreay. Big name from AEW executive vice president. Um, Maybe even the Young Bucks are going to be there. First time they've done it in years. But you have Carl Anderson who's contracted to WWE, and WWE said, yeah, you sign with us. It's not Triple H's. It's Triple H's WWE go finish your dates. <laughs> like, and, so like, and it's like, you're still on national television with us. He's not going to show up for a pay-per-view on November 5th. He goes and does crown jewel because it's crown jewel. and There's a lot of money. Right. And, uh, and now he's going to wrestle, at Russell kingdom and you're going to have a show. What do you think about that? A show, a new Japan show with WWE talent on it and AEW talent on it. It's
1: nuts, right? That's insane. I mean, I never saw the day coming and I think it's, I think it's awesome. Um, Triple H is the man for this for letting them finish out their matches and uh you know Tony's always let them go back and forth which is cool but I think that you know WWE should open up that door a little bit more. I think I think it's a good thing.
0: Uh yeah, just creak it open. Just creak yeah. Uh, I, not- I don't I don't I don't I don't think they're going to do it all the time. Like this right. this is also a specific situation where I think um Gallows and Anderson had a commitment before they signed with WWE. There was more of like right. a handshake deal and WWE doesn't want a bad reputation within the business of breaking especially a handshake agreement where you're out of a contract but it's been stated you're going to market me you're going to do these different types of things oh my microphone just fell off here Uh, keep talking you're good I mean so
1: like if Vince was in though, he would definitely say no to that. He'd be like, "You're either ah. with me or you're <laughs> what well, do you think you're doing?" I yeah. Own you. I own so- about you. No. So it is kind of cool that you know at least Triple H is letting them do that. But like you said, just creak the door open. I don't I don't want them to go full AEW where they're like you know all I know they bought Ring of Honor, but bring all those guys in you know and they're just back and forth between all the promotions. I don't want that, but I think it is cool every once in a while to bring in a guy from another.
0: I mean, if we got a full-fledged WWE New Japan show, I would lose my mind over it, (laughs) but that's me. I don't know what that means to the common WWE fan and a mainstream fan, you know, Um, but I don't know if that's the case here. Oh, Donna Marie with us. Happy Thursday to you. Thank you so much, Donna Marie, the Georgia peach in the chat. I appreciate that uh other people with different takes here uh good brothers elite confrontation with uh with uh the wrestle kingdom would be to do- oh yes it would be that would be that would be very very cool a lot of history there a lot of a lot of companies conflicting here uh and uh people saying uh the elite causing AEW's downfall kind of hard to really speculate uh this is meant a little bit of a minor story and we will get to that big ww sports story that is involved in the world of sports I'm a minute away on that I do you want to bring on this did you see this story that came together involving CM Punk and his dog. Did you see this?
1: I, I saw it. I saw it.
0: I'm, I'm a little bit like... It's weird, right? The whole thing yeah. is just weird. So the whole fight, AEW all out, it's a burn, I'm burned out on this story to a degree because I've been like <laughs> crazy. And I live in Chicago, so I get the whole oh, sports get a news desk asking me to ask everyone who lives in the greater, the greater Chicagoland metropolitan area what they think about it, what they know about it. Uh, So on Punk's Instagram story, it's there. You can find it. It's on the internet. Uh, He puts a picture of his dog up. Larry, who was on AEW television, was on that pay-per-view AEW all out that night was on like the pre-show just goofing around with his dog. Right. And that the dog was injured in this big fracas fight. He said it. And they found out about the dog being injured weeks later, but, no one can actually prove whether or not the dog was injured. That was speculated. Wrestling Inc. put it out. I trust Wrestling Inc. I trust uh, Nick Hausman's reporting on that. I talked to um, some other people who could verify that independently of him reporting it after he did. Uh, so yeah, like there's some people that think the AEW investigation was kind of bunk, and uh, you didn't talk to the one person in the comp in the room who wasn't employed by the company, and that was A Steele's wife who saw the whole thing, and she's the only person that wasn't that no one talked to so that kind of <laughs> that isn't like a hole in the whole investigation i saw a gaping <laughs> missing oh, element man. uh so and that isn't me taking a side that's just things i'm hearing so uh it, does this mean he's coming back to aid no do uh do you have the the bucks doing all that did you see the goofy stuff they did last week on diamond not this week where they were like biting people and doing bad <laughs> leap leapfrog clotheslines and stuff I definitely saw that, and I was
1: just—I was shaking my head. I was
0: laughing. But I mean, you know, it's—it's like, it's like why
1: go there? I don't know.
0: What do you it's, do? You think it's—it's it's silly if it doesn't lead to him coming back to the company?
1: Um, I just kind of think it's yeah, maybe a little petty on their part. Um, if if he's not coming back, why why even keep going at him? You know what I mean? Like he's gone. You guys are there. Just let it go. That's that's just yeah. kind of where I feel.
0: So. And also, like, you had Kenny Omega, like, that week saying, ah, oh, let it go. Like, like he was yeah. in a, and then he then- did an interview with Sports Illustrated. Said, just let it go, guys. Like, we're trying to move on. And then on television, like, two days later, you go and do that. Mind you, in Chicago, where the heat's already there and people are going to chant stuff, right? I mean, and I was at the show. But I remember watching the show. Like, they did this six-man match. They did all this crazy stuff. And then, like, you couldn't. You couldn't get like it back together because they were just doing more goofy things. They were like, "Oh, you guys know about this story? I'm gonna bite his arm!" <laughs> like, like it was, the whole time, I was like, "Okay, guys, like you're just kind of saying like, let's look at the thing I told you not to look at, you know?" Right. And then they eventually had a really, really good match. But do. do you remember who won the match? Like, I was there. I, I think it's kind of why I remember the match. But everyone I talked to, watched it on TV, didn't talk about who won the match because. The elite yeah. didn't win the match. Like they no. lost the match.
1: I mean, know? honestly, it it took me a few seconds there to think about it because all I could think about were the, the like the gimmicks they were doing the whole entire time. But how did the crowd react to it there when you were there? Oh, Chicago? it was so goofy.
0: But everyone's yeah. just doing like <laughs> cross chants and there' were people saying CM Punk sucks, people chanting CM Punk, and they're just booing the elite, and they're just it was just kind of like that mid two thousands TNA stuff where been just like in the audience kind of like picks a side, and it right. just there's no clear idea, you know. And it's kind of messy. It's certainly not quiet. So, it's, so it's over in some way. But is it over in the way that you want it to be? You know. So, like, right. are we? Are they? You know? Did they get? Did I think they had a better match this week on television than they even had last week? So, I mean, the stuff is fun. Like them and them and um, Death Triangle is entertaining, and I think they're t- having fantastic matches. But there's just these distractions that you and I are talking about more because that's what people are talking about want to know about <laughs> yeah. that's fine yeah uh mr james espanto from London, uh, t- saying uh justice for larry hashtag justice for larry yes all those different things here uh quickly before we move on to this last topic what did you think of survivor series you and i did our post show about that that was fun it was the first yeah. real post show you and i got to do that's up on the uh facebook channel for you guys to watch and it's also in our podcast feed you had a couple days to digest it what did you think of war games um I, I
1: still I still like it. I'm still at my 7.7 rating. Uh like I said I watched it with a few buddies. So you know it made it a little more enjoyable, but at yeah. the same time I thought most of the matches were were good. Um yeah, I enjoyed myself.
0: Uh and uh, here we go. T- TV dub. Uh, elite is a joke and petty, that's a word. Everyone's using the word petty. <laughs> And need to be off TV longer time. The VP pulled from them as soon as possible. I don't like their job title. Me, <laughs> me, wrestling content consumer. I do not like their job title. But I've heard other people say that too. But that isn't my place to decide. Uh, yeah. So definitely. Uh, let's let's get into this story. This one is nuts. And we'll close on this, and this was a certainly major. Major news. So, Stephanie McMahon is now the co-chairperson of WWE after Vince McMahon leaving. And WWE's talked about doing some wild things and tried doing some crazy things outside of pro wrestling. The World Bodybuilding Federation didn't work. The XFL, well documented, didn't work. They tried the XFL again. That was Vince McMahon running it as a separate company, but, you know, some people have debated that, but that's neither here nor there. And the pandemic stopped that. Now the XFL is going to come back. All these different things. So I heard some people talking about this as a headline story, but it's clear. You ever had this where people clearly don't click on the story and just start talking about it all the time? Happens all the time. All the time. What's the worst? <laughs> what's the worst case of that where someone's like, "They shouldn't do this." this is, have you ever? What's the worst case that you could recall where someone clearly oh. didn't read the article and they were just commenting on the link <laughs> to it or something like that? I mean, I think it was
1: something. Uh, It was definitely like NFL football, and and like it was, it was, it was clickbait. But the guy, I don't even know what it was about. It was some crazy stat, and he he just looked dumb. But it happens all the time, every week, if you're on Twitter and like with the NFL
0: fans, it happens all the time. (laughs) So Uh, so not a shot at the NFL fans either. Sorry, could be doing something pretty crazy. It could be getting into boxing, uh, and. When you think about it, they kind of have the structure to do this. They know how to market an event and build an elevation to an event. They know how to work with a partner. They know how to frame cameras for a ring. Uh, And they know how to do these things. Now, do they know how to run a legitimate, you know, sport? And you have to start dealing with sanctions, athletic sanctions, and all those different things, and testing, and all these different stuff. So coach ceo chairwoman uh, Stephanie McMahon expressed uh, acquiring more what's called tuck-in acquisitions, no different than what AEW did with Ring of Honor. And, that they, and then they were asked about this at a recent Wells Fargo summit that was running this week, where she was interviewed, and she said some very provocative things, basically said, like, this is something they could do, and they're looking into it. Who's the lineal champion? Who's the WBC champion? Who's this? And that is an issue. She's bringing this up, that there's a lot of confusion in boxing about who is the top champion. And you have too many champions and it's hard to keep track and people drop titles and pick titles up. And there's a strawweight title and there's a crossweight title and there's multiple champions across all these different, you know, conference. It's very confusing for boxing. And I'm just like a normal sports fan. She then explained uh, while referencing her father, Vince McMahon's prior uh, prosperous ventures 40 years ago, my father, Vince McMahon who was the chair, per, the chairman and CEO obviously had the opportunity to roll up those different territories and create one major brand in WWE that has now gone from a regional territory content play to a global franchise global media franchise wow insane. insane what do you think of that and and then she adds this she said she hopes to replicate that same success in other areas with boxing being an idea of one of them that's a quote um Of course, her great-grandfather, Roderick James, Jess McMahon, promoted boxing along with concerts and wrestling before Vince McMahon Sr. centered the family business around professional wrestling uh, following World War II. So the family has a long history in this. They're they're related to old world money with this. Oh, yeah. WWE launching their own boxing league. Wow. Big stuff. And they have Jake Paul.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you said, I think I think it'd be cool get the Paul Logan brothers Paul. In excuse there. me,
0: Logan Paul. You have Logan Paul, cool. the big celebrity boxing stuff. And I'm not saying they're gonna launch the like legitimate boxing thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm not. I don't, I don't know how people debate how legit that is. But WWE getting into boxing. Wow, dude, that's nuts, right? I mean,
1: you just name dropped Jake Paul, though. I mean, he even though he's not Logan Paul in WWE, it would be great for them to work with Jake Paul, Jake Paul, and bring him over. That would be big time money right off the bat. Um, I I think it's great. I I think they do better with boxing than X the XFL. Uh, The rock might do better with it this time around because he actually played football and he kind of knows, but um, I think boxing is a little bit more up their street. You know, I think, I think they would be able to handle that well. And if they could bring clarity to each title belt, that would be an amazing thing. Cause like you said, I watch boxing, but there is so many different championships and like, I just can't keep up with it. So it would be good to bring some and clarity to And you watch it.
0: it. And you don't even know who all yeah. the champions are.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So
0: it's uh, – <laughs> I'm not like that a diehard or that, that like – That, that isn't box. also to say like I don't think WWE should – like they should really think about doing this. You know, like well, they should like before before we, we, yeah. we get in this and all the track records of different things. Like let's let's see where we are first with this. You know, <laughs> like let's, let's see how this works because it's also like what names you get. Like, is it something where you're only going to have your boxers there? Right. Are you going to sign someone to a next in line contract out of college and say, all right, we're either going to make you a wrestler or you're going to be a a world boxing entertainment fighter? (laughs) You know, like, 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 I don't know what they're (laughs) going to call it. I'm just being completely hypothetical. That's nuts. That's just crazy. Uh, Nick, if they want to follow you on the Twitter machine, where do they go, bud? At
1: harkson 24 That's at n h a. -A 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 H-A-R-K-S-E-N. I can't even spell my own name. There you go. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kelm. That's K E V K E L L A M. And you can follow uh, Sports Kita Wrestling if you haven't done so already. We're on the Twitter, on the Instagram, we're on uh, Snapchat as well. We have a ton of content on there as well. Uh, I try to avoid uh, watching all these zip popping videos. I find those a lot on Snapchat, so I enjoy more of the Sports content. Go check us out on there if you haven't done so. We're also on YouTube. We have two different channels. We have Wrestle Binge, which has Vince Russo, Bro, Dutch Mantel, Teddy Long. Exclusive interviews up this week as well with Kurt Angle which is pretty sweet, and Dan Severin. Uh, and then you can subscribe to our main channel, Sports Keto Wrestling, where you'll get uh, news content coming out like this and top fives and really cool deep dive stuff, so definitely go check them out. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. Do you know what that is, Nick? Do you know what the most important thing is when you're watching wrestling? Do you know what that is? It's we enjoy wrestling. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy Don't wrestling. say you love it. Just, 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 <laughs> just, just say that you in, enjoy it. And you're allowed to enjoy things or not. Whatever you say you do, that's okay.